Hey, are you here? You know, when you're here and we're here, we have both parts of the equation that make up the Paul Leslie Hour. <laughs> it's grand. It's great. It's awesome. And we've got quite an archive of interviews here, getting closer and closer to 1,000 of them. We've got one of them recorded for the radio with a bona fide show business legend, Ms. Leslie Uggams. Film and television and Broadway actress and sublime singer, the legendary Leslie Uggams was interviewed by the host Paul Edward Leslie. Leslie Uggams is known for playing the role of Kizzy Reynolds in the acclaimed television miniseries Roots. And she also appears in the musical Hallelujah, Baby. In recent years, she appeared in the Deadpool movies. When Paul had the opportunity to speak with Leslie Uggam, she had just released her album, Uptown, Downtown. Have you heard it? Oh, ho, ho, ho. Leslie Uggams is a phenomenal singer. But if you want to listen to Uptown, Downtown, you got to get the CD. That way you can listen to Uptown, Downtown, morning or night. Okay, I think it's important we tell you we need some more reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you listen to the show and you like it, please give the Paul Leslie Hour a good review. We certainly would appreciate it. And now, oh, let's delve into that chat Paul Leslie had with the legendary Miss Leslie Uggams. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome the talented and lovely Leslie Uggams. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. At heart, who is Leslie Uggams? <laughs> Just a Washington Heights girl. <laughs> New York, bred and born. What was life like growing up? Oh, I had a great life growing up. I had a lot of fun in my neighborhood. I loved going to school. I loved being the little ham that I was as a young kid, being in show business. I did pretty well. What was your favorite music growing up? I liked everything because I had an aunt that introduced me to opera. She was also in Porgy and Bess. I I was exposed to that music. My mother always had records of Great singers like Ella and Billie Holiday and Nat King Cole and Sinatra. And then I also grew up in the church, so, you know, I had that kind of music. So I liked everything. Can you recall the very first gig at the Apollo? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I worked with Louis Armstrong at the Apollo. That was my first gig when I was nine years old. What was the most important thing you learned as a result of your performances at the Apollo? I got to watch how they interacted with an audience and and how they uh, could hold the audience in the palm of their hand by doing great shows, being personable, and being extremely talented, naturally. You just mentioned Louis Armstrong a moment ago. Who have you shared a stage with that has been the greatest pleasure, if you could name just one? All of them. I I can't name just one (laughs) because I was too blessed to name just one. 
You know, I work with Ella, I work with Dinah, I work with, with Louie, I work with Sinatra, I work with Sammy Davis, Bob Hope. I work with all people who are legends in the business, and they were legends for a reason, and just to be asked to be on a show with them meant that you had something going. <laughs> Definitely. The new album is called Uptown Downtown. Whoa. Yes. What was your inspiration behind the idea to do an autobiographical album? Well, you know, the interesting thing about it, it was one of those things, I call it my, like, tumbleweed kind of situation, because I was asked to do a one, two nights at Jazz at Lincoln Center for the American Songbook. And so I decided that I wanted to do a terrific show because I was doing it in my hometown, so I better be good. And I asked a director that I have worked with who uh, we did a musical based on Lena Horne. I, I asked him, I said, listen, I'm, I'm going to do the show and I have some ideas and stuff and everything. And he said, well, I got to come up with a title. And he came up with the title Uptown Downtown. And immediately when he came up with that, the music started flowing because I am an uptown girl in New York City, born and raised in Washington Heights, who became very successful, not only uptown, but I became successful downtown, which meant television and and theater. And then the songs just came rolling out of our, our brains. And that's how that all came about. The album opens with Rhapsody Blue and the there's a boat yes. that's leaving for New York. What gave you the idea to open with those songs? Well, my aunt was in Porgy and Beth, and that was the first Broadway show that I ever saw that was the musical was Porgy and Beth. And I saw, you know, my aunt did, she did all the Porgy and Beth except the original one. And so therefore that was my introduction to Gershwin and to great, great music. And so we thought, how could we not go wrong by, by doing Rhapsody and, and Blue because it's little Leslie. The album also includes the very beautiful song, My Own Morning. Can you remember yeah. the first time you heard that song? Well, I, I was the one that created the song because I was on Broadway doing my first Broadway show, Hallelujah Baby, and I starred in it. So naturally, I would have to do that. I won a Tony Award for that show. What are your recollections of that Broadway debut of Hallelujah Baby? Oh, it was a fabulous experience. I was working with Comden and Green and Julie Stein and Arthur Lawrence and Bert Shevelov, all fabulous in their own right, legends in their own right. And I got to be in their presence every day while we rehearsed. And, you know, I learned a lot from that experience. Another really great song on this album is Sunny Side of the Street. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's a great song. That was in my act at, when I played the Apollo for the first time. The Schiffmans, who uh, owned the uh, the Apollo at that particular time, put this act together, and they had a famous band leader in my father's day who came up with the arrangements for all the songs that I did in the show, and that was one of the songs, Sunny Side of the Street. When you look back at when you were performing as a very, very young girl, and when you were on television, were you scared ever? I mean, or have you always just been a natural in that kind of environment? Well, 
television was very young, and it's not like it is now. You kids could make mistakes, and it, everything was live, and that's how it how it was. You know, there was no editing and stuff like that. What you saw was what you got. You know, so you know, I wasn't really scared because there was no. For me, there was no big consequences. I wasn't doing uh, either little guest appearances on children's shows or, you know, a little contest and things like that. So it was nothing to, to really fear, you know? There's a really cool version on this album of Up on the Roof. Yes. That Carol King song. So how did the idea come about to do it just as a guitar and vocal song? That was my idea. First of all, I worked with the Drifters at the Apollo several times, and I was a big Drifters fan, and that particular song happened to be one of my favorites. And because we were talking about being uptown, that song always reminded me of when we were in the summertime. A lot of times, kids would hang up on the roof and just kind of chill in my neighborhood and that song always spoke to me in in a certain kind of way and I have a fabulous guitar player by the name of Steve Boganetti who's very well known here in the city and I thought I want to do a song with just guitar and one day I said to him Steve you know I, I love this song and we just kind of started doing it and we went oh we like this. And then I put it in the show and the people go crazy over this song. I hadn't realized how, how it touches people. Did you have the idea to do Yesterday by Paul McCartney and then follow that with Yesterday's the Jerome Kern song? Yes, I did. We happened to be rehearsing one day and I knew the Beatles. And the tr- a true story is that uh, Mitch, when the Beatles became popular while we were doing Sing Along with Mitch, he didn't like rock and roll. He thought that the Beatles were just going to be a fad. And I was a big Beatles fan. And I always loved, I loved a lot of the Beatles songs, but I was, one of my favorites happened to be Yesterday's. And I said, I want to, I want to put this in the show because in, we talk about Mitch and rock and roll and stuff like that. And so I, I was sitting, uh, we were rehearsing and I was sitting there going through music, going over the lyrics. And through a, a big book that has all kinds of songs. And then I turned the page and next to it was Yesterday's, the Noah Coward song. And I went and I just automatically went into that from the Beatles song. And I went, oh, my God, somebody is trying to tell me something. And that's how that came about. Another great track from the album is Stormy Weather. Yeah, <laughs> Lena. <laughs> yeah. What does Lena Horn mean to you? Well, everything. She was like the goddess in my household. I mean, for African-American people of a certain generation, like my parents, she was just it. And when I was a kid, you know, I would go to the movies whenever she was doing a number in a movie and stuff like that. And my father, who was not that jumping up and down about me being in show business, he wanted me to get an education, go to college. And as I got more popular as a kid and started doing it, he finally said to me, okay, if you're going to do this, I want you to be like Lena because Lena Horn is a lady. And so she's always been a part of my life. She pinned me as a, a Delta a sorority member. And so when I went to a one-woman show, naturally she did Stormy Weather, and she did two versions of Stormy Weather. And then I uh, did a musical that is based on her life that we're trying to bring to Broadway right now. 
And that is the closing number. And it, the people we just went crazy. And so everybody said, you, you got to put this in your show. And so that's how that came about. The name of the album is Uptown Downtown. There is the work of so many great songwriters on this album. Is it yes. possible for you to pick your favorite songwriter? Let me put it this way. Whenever I do music, I have to love it and I have to love the songwriter. I don't do, there's nothing in my shows that I ever do that somebody says, well, do this song. And I go, oh, okay. I mean, I really, it really has to speak to me. And I'm a big, you know, I love the melodies, but I'm a big lyric person that really has to say something and tell a story because I'm, I'm all about trying to tell the story as well as singing it. All my choices, no matter what kind of show I'm doing, are choices of people that have something to say that I can tell the story about. What is the best thing about being Leslie? Well, you know, I've, I've had a, a wonderful career, and I'm, I'm still doing it. I'm constantly meeting people. It gives me an opportunity to travel all over the world, to uh, speak to them through my music, and I couldn't ask for anything more. I mean, I've got a fabulous family that has always been very supportive, my children, my husband. Life is good. Would you say that all your dreams have come true, or are there any that you're working on? I'm always working on something else. I like to work. I'm always looking for new challenges. I like to be in the now, and I like to be in the future. And so I'm always fascinated by what's happening in the business that I'm in, you know, this whole digital world and YouTube and, and all that stuff and, and how you can reach a bigger audience. I'm always searching. For my last question... This broadcast is going to be heard by people in a lot of different places. What would you like to say to them wherever they are? Come and see me. You know, I mean, we have a good time when I do my show live. I like people to come. They'll have a, have a good time. They'll hear a lot of stories. That With everything that's on that CD, there's a story of how that song came about how things happen in my, my career. And people are always just amazed and fascinated by the stories because I've been doing this. I've worked with so many people and there's always a lot of funny stories, a lot of touching stories, a lot of composers that I work with that are live that I question and ask them, why did they write the song? So if I'm appearing someplace, you, you find out a lot of things about the music. Well, it's been a great pleasure to have this interview with you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Nice talking to you. All right. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.